Check out Unpacking Israeli History podcast. From the history of infamous terror groups, Hamas and Hezbollah, to the story of Nakba, to Israel's disengagement from Gaza in 2005, there's so much to uncover. Unpacking Israeli History cuts through the noise and helps you understand Israel's present through understanding Israel's history. Catch up on previous seasons and enjoy new episodes from Season 6 each week. So, educate yourself. Learn the history behind the headlines. Find Unpacking Israeli History wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that uncovers a little bit more about history every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're celebrating a rather unusual anniversary, the time when residents of the Paradise Lakes Nudist Resort won the right to have their mail delivered, regardless of what they were wearing or not wearing. The day was August 3rd, 1985. After more than a year without service, residents of the Paradise Lakes Nudist Resort started receiving mail again. It was the first time in 16 months that Postmaster Henry Thompson of Lutz, Florida, had allowed any of his carriers to step foot on the clothing-optional property. However, the lengthy ban hadn't been spurred by formal complaints or by any bad behavior on the part of the residents. Instead, Thompson simply didn't approve of the lifestyle and felt that his employees shouldn't be exposed to it either, whether they were personally bothered by it or not. Mail carriers have to contend with nasty weather and hostile dogs, Thompson told reporters, but by golly, they don't have to be subjected to the sight of naked bodies. Organized nudism, or naturism, has existed for centuries in Europe and other parts of the world, but in the United States, the movement only dates back to about the 1930s. It was largely popularized by German immigrants who had brought the custom of social nudity with them from their native country. The state of Florida quickly became a natural gathering place for the clothes-free crowd, thanks to its year-round sunshine and copious beaches. In 1931, a not-for-profit group was formed there called the American Association for Nude Recreation, or the AANR. The group's mission statement was, quote, feel the freedom. And for going on a hundred years now, it's been helping American nudists find safe spaces to relax au naturel. 
One of the earliest nude retreats was the Lake Como Family Nudist Resort in Lutz, Florida. It got its unofficial start in the late 1930s, when Tampa tax lawyer Ara Brubaker started taking his friend skinny dipping in nearby Lake Como. Then, in 1941, Brubaker and some like-minded business partners purchased several hundred acres of the surrounding grounds and chartered it as the Florida Athletic and Health Association. It was Pasco County's first nudist resort and the oldest in Florida to continuously occupy the same grounds. In the decades that followed, the region's citrus groves and cattle ranches were gradually replaced by clothing-optional resorts, roughly a dozen by the 1980s. Paradise Lakes was the latest in the line, having been founded in 1980 by a minister and stockbroker named Fred Bischoff. He had lived happily at the Lake Como Resort for several years, but eventually decided to start a place of his own. The site he chose was a 72-acre plot with its own beach right across the way from Lake Como. A grand opening ceremony for Paradise Lakes was held on August 16th of that year, and featured a water ski show, nude skydivers, and an open bar for adults. The community thrived in its first few years. All of its 239 condos were leased, and a host of amenities were added, including several pools, three tennis courts, and a 4,000-square-foot clubhouse. However, there was one thing the resort lacked for much of its first five years of existence. Mail service. It took some time to set up the cluster of mailboxes and to file the paperwork, but once deliveries started, everything went smoothly enough. That is, until 1984, when Postmaster Henry Thompson paid a visit to the resort and didn't like what he saw. Members came up to me in their clothes-optional method, he told the press. I saw naked people washing their cars and mowing the lawns. I told the manager, we got a problem. The problem, according to Thompson, was that his mail carriers might also be offended by the sight of naked bodies. My employees are entitled to work under reasonable conditions, he said, and I think that their feelings must be considered. Working conditions and personal comfort were certainly valid concerns, but as Thompson himself admitted, he never actually asked his carriers for their opinion. Instead, he just assumed that everyone else was as grossed out as he was. Not long after, Postmaster Thompson gave the residents an ultimatum. Either cover up when the mail carrier arrives, or stop receiving mail altogether. As you might imagine, the idea of wearing clothes didn't go over so well at the nudist colony. And as a result, mail service to Paradise Lakes was officially suspended in the spring of 1984. It was a major inconvenience, to be sure, as residents were forced to rent boxes at the local post office and then drive nine miles round trip to pick up their mail. It was also a bit self-defeating, since they had to wear clothes when leaving the property. But to the residents, that was the whole point. Wearing clothes outside of a nudist resort was expected, but insisting they do so on their own home turf was a step too far. Many residents were quick to label the halt in service as a violation of their constitutional rights, though in reality, neither the right to be naked nor the right to receive mail is guaranteed by the Constitution. Others claim the Postal Service was violating its own famous motto, neither snow nor rain nor heat nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds.
However, that too was a baseless argument, as the so-called Postman's Creed has never been official. In fact, the phrase isn't even original to the U.S. Postal Service. It's actually a description of the mail couriers of the ancient Persian Empire, and was written by Greek historian Herodotus way back in the 5th century BC. And besides, even if the motto was an actual rule, it doesn't say anything about being stopped by nudists. With neither side willing to compromise, the dispute dragged on for well over a year. During that time, residents of Paradise Lakes pled their case to the Postmaster General in Washington, as well as to reporters as far away as New York. Finally, in the face of mounting protest, the Postal Service relented. It was Tampa Postmaster Robert Davis who struck down Thompson's earlier ban, announcing that mail service to Paradise Lakes would resume on August 3, 1985. The reinstatement of mail delivery was a hard-fought victory for the nudists of Florida, but it did come with some fairly steep concessions. For starters, a tall hedge would be planted around the communal mailboxes to obstruct the carrier's view of the complex. And second, all residents would either wear clothes when going to check their mail or else stay out of sight until the carrier had completed their rounds. And if you're wondering how the residents would know when the mail carrier was finished, well, the post office thought of that. Each day, the carrier would spend about an hour loading mail into two banks of communal mailboxes inside the community's gates. Then, once they were done, they would hoist a triangular pennant to the top of a nearby flagpole, signaling to residents that it was safe to come out and collect their mail in the buff. The daily flag raising managed to keep the peace for the next 15 years or so, with a few minor hiccups along the way. By the year 2000, there had been several regime changes at the post office, and carriers can now simply request a different route if they have any misgivings about clothes-free living. Elsewhere, however, the controversy over nudity and mail is still alive and well. In 2018, for example, the residents of a nude RV camp in Florida complained that their letter carrier refused to bring their mail inside the front gate. These kinds of mail disputes aren't an issue that's likely to affect everyone, but it is something to keep in mind when planning your own naycation. I'm Gabe Lussier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider keeping up with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find us at TDIHC Show. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, or you can get in touch directly by writing to thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.